Welcome back to the Risk Report with Roman the Stoic. Today is Monday, April 12th. Thank you for joining me. And I want to say thank you to all of those who um, reached out and sent in questions, um, you know, funny statements and stories. And just thank you guys for um, contributing to the podcast. I, you know, it it was a good time. The previous podcast we just had with my girl Haley. And uh, I want to say thank you to her for being such a good sport and coming on. And, and um, yeah, we enjoyed it. We had some laughs. We had a couple debates. We had talks. And, um, you know, we answered everybody's questions, the good ones, the funny ones, and, and even the hardest ones to answer. You know, we, we gave it our best shot. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for contributing to the podcast. You know, we're probably going to be – continuing to do things such, you know, like that, where I'm going to have, uh, always be asking questions here and there, you know, to just kind of get a little more, uh, yeah, just more fun things to, to talk about. Um, I'm going to start booking up some more podcasts with other people. So, um, I think they came out great and it's all a learning experience. Like the one with, uh, that I just put out with my girl, um, you know, it's a learning experience. It's like I learned that, oh, fuck, I got to turn up my microphone um, or turn hers down a little bit. You know, hers was super clear and coming in well. The microphone I was using, it just wasn't as – it's the new microphone, so I'm still figuring it out. So, you know, it's all a learning experience. Um, so, and if you did catch those podcasts, thank you again. And if you did hear what I'm saying where it's like my voice was a little lower, I apologize. We're going to get better with that. Um, but I'm the, I'm that fucking, what is it? That Spanish, uh, Spanish army knife over here. I'm the jack of all trades, right? Um, editing, editing it and doing all that shit and, and all that. But with Anchor, I don't edit too much. I just legit just fucking record it and go, baby. Freestyle all day. And that's the thing with the, uh, with the podcast too, is it's, uh, it's a very freestyle thing. You know, I had heard Chris D'Elia in his new podcast, he had talked about, um, he basically said that, like, he gets into podcast mode, and it's hard to get into podcast mode sometimes, and he related it to, you know, it's like a, a, an artist getting into uh, album mode, that's what it is. He related it to a rapper getting in album mode, and that you don't want to fuck with a rapper on album mode, right? But... um so, I mean, I could see what he's kind of saying where it's like, yeah, I kind of do want to be in the mood. Um, this past week, this past weekend, I've been having a little bit of trouble. Yeah, just working. I don't know if it's the courage or just working my mood up to be wanting to do the podcast. Um, and it's nothing wrong with that. It's just that, hey, I've been fucking talking for we're at episode 36 now. And so I've just keep talking and talking and talking. Eventually, you run out of things to talk about. Um, and that's why I do like to reach out and, and do things like that, do things like where I go over the stories and everything. And it just gives me a little more content to kind of play off of similar to freestyling, right? Similar to when I freestyle rap, I would be like, oh, well, throw me a word. And somebody would say, you know, somebody would say report. And then I'd go report and score to torch, you know, and I just start fucking rhyming with the, with, Whatever word they threw me at, I just need a starting point and then I can fucking go, right? So it's very similar to that. And um, to the people that are thinking about getting on the podcast and and doing their own podcast, I saw a buddy of mine is thinking about doing his own podcast. I 100% encourage it. And, um, and I would say, look at it like that. You know, if you have other disciplines, whether it's, um, playing and recording music, you know, take that, 
that discipline and what that has taught you in terms of work and, and work ethic and just going, you know, trying it. Same thing with the podcast. Apply that with the podcast. You know, you just got to try it. You know, that's it. Freestyle it and uh, see see what happens. I mean, dude, I just tuned on and, uh, you know, we're doing pretty good. It's not like I'm doing crazy numbers, but I legit have at least a couple people fucking tuning in. It's not like there's not anybody listening to me. I just checked it out and I had somebody from Indonesia now fucking tuned in. Jakarta or something like that. Um, you know, so obviously it's getting around somehow it's in the fucking, what do they call it? The, the algorithms, right? They got them in the algorithms. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited with it. I like doing it and I like just fucking sitting here and, you know, I kind of, as you guys could tell, you know, the podcast kind of gets deeper and deeper as you go in and kind of, if you fast forward to like a middle part or something, you'll really find me in like a good conversation or saying something witty or whatever. Cause it's like, I get more, you know, I transition and I get more comfortable when I'm doing it. And, um, you know, it's not like I have a therapist or anything like that. My therapy is to come here and talk whether it's talk shit and and be funny or attempt to be funny (laughs) you know um or or just get real deep and and show you guys that side of me you know um it all be it all kind of works in like a therapeutic sense because it's like i'm letting i'm releasing you know i'm releasing ideas um releasing steam um and i'm just talking you know Bill Burr has got a, a this thing where he talks about like forget if it was a skit or if it's just him talking in his podcast where it's like he thinks that men you know they hold a lot of their shit in and they don't cry and not crying as a man is what fucking kills you and gives you a heart attack you know <clears throat> and uh, yeah as a guy you got to kind of fucking keep it all in you know you're taught to. You're taught to um, not really show your emotion or at least, you know, overcome your emotions quickly. Because um, if not, it's like showing a sign of weakness, you know, and it it just kind of gets ingrained in our head. But I find that, you know, ways like this with the podcast and everything, this, this is a way for me to not necessarily cry. <laughs> but at least open up and talk and it just is a form of therapy you know what i mean so um enough bullshitting i'm i'm going to go over what i did this past weekend um so my girl who we had on the podcast haley she just got a promotion finally a well deserved promotion and she is promoted to manager and so I decided to take her out to a nice restaurant. I took her out to uh, this place called Lock Bar on Meisner. And it was good, man. I mean, it was like one of those real fancy fucking um, seafood places. And it was from Maryland, right? They're like Maryland-based, I guess. So they had the Maryland crab dip, the Maryland soup. They got the fucking, uh, you know, they just got every fucking fish you could think about. Uh, you want that little fucking uh, yellow fish from Ariel or from Little Mermaid? They got that, okay? <laughs> you want that fucking crab sing, singing under the sea? They got that guy too, all right? But you got to pay a pretty fucking penny for it. So we went there and um, she got the grouper, which was fucking delicious. And I got, um, God, what was it? A lobster roll. I've never had a lobster roll. I had worked at this Italian restaurant that they served mad lobster rolls, and I just never had one. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fine. I'm going to try this lobster roll. It was a $40 lobster roll, okay? And I got this fucking lobster roll, and I was like, not not a, not too big of a fan of the lobster roll. <laughs> I don't know. I think the, the lobster is just too muscly to be on a sandwich. I'd rather just have the lobster on its own with like a potato or something. I don't fucking know. Um, and then the drinks that we had were phenomenal. I had a fucking frozen, what was it? It was a bourbon slushy. I got a, I had a bourbon slushy and that shit was dangerous, man. That shit was good as fuck. Um, 
So yeah, we went to Lock Bar. Then I think that's it. And then I think we went home and I kicked her ass in Mario Party. Um, and then Saturday we went to the beach. We took the dogs to the beach in Pompano. And you know what? I'm going to say this. I'm really surprised at how good the dogs were. I was a little scared. I was a little hesitant and nervous, even though I was the one bringing up the idea to go to the beach. I was a little nervous to bring him out there because, you know, I got we got that big dog and he's just fucking... He just jumps on everybody, dude. You got an 80-pound dog that just jumps on everybody to say hi, you know? It's... It's not good. And so that always makes me nervous, especially if I'm going to take him to the fucking beach where people are just walking. And he was honestly so fucking good, man. They, he didn't really focus on anybody. He, we were just playing. I was just tossing the fucking the ball around, and he was playing fetch for me the whole fucking time. Um, and, yeah, they were really good. They were really good. So that was a good time. And then after that, we went out to uh, the Ave and um, – yeah, I went out with my girl and her friends and shit, and uh, we just went out to the app. We went to a sandbar and stuff like that, had a couple of drinks, and yeah, it's just crazy, man. I don't know. I don't get the whole drinking like that all the time. <clears throat> it's like, what did, you know, I was trying to kind of figure it out. Oh, because while I was there, I was just kind of watching the Masters. I was like, fuck it. I'm drinking a cold Michelob Ultra. And I'm watching the fucking Masters. It's going down, dude. All right? They got fucking Adam Sandler's. They got Happy Gilmore's caddy over there. Uh, placing number two. What is his name? Will Will Zalatoris. That boy looked like... I was looking at him, and I turned to my, my homie Dan, and I was like, dude, you ever seen Happy Gilmore? That's the fucking caddy. I was like, I got to make a meme about it. I have to make a meme before anybody else does. And of course I didn't. And and then I wake up today and the meme is everywhere. And I sent it to him in a message. I said, dude, I told you I called it. <laughs> they had the, they had the memes of them together side by side. I fucking knew it, dude. Um, but yeah, that, that dude, he's, he, I don't even know how old he is. He looks young as hell. Will Zalatoris number two in the master's. Uh, number one was Matsuyama, and that's a t- almost twelve million dollar win right there. It's eleven point five million dollar purse. You know, I mean that is paper. Um, incredible, incredible. But these guys are like godly level golfers. You know what I mean? Like, it's insane how good these fucking guys are. Um. So, yeah, I was watching the Masters, but we were at the sandbar, and I was trying to think. I was kind of thinking, like, dude, what is – why do people go out so much? Why do people go out so much? I don't understand, dude. I'm turning into such an old fucking piece of shit person, but I just don't understand (laughs) why people go out so much, you know? Don't, that's why I'm like so not trusting of going out and stuff like that is because I just feel like people are just up to no good when you go out. At least what I what I went out, maybe that's maybe that's the prop is that when I went out, we was up to no good. All right. And um doesn't mean that we were doing really bad shit, but it's like, hey, we're gonna go look for girls that want to hook up or, you know, we're just going to go vibe and drink like that, get hammered and hopefully hang out with the right people that are trying to do the same things we're trying to do. Right. That's what tends to happen. So it's just like, you know, now that I'm not the single man, I don't have the desire to be out like that. And even when I was single, I didn't have the desire to out like that. I got to be honest with you. I didn't really enjoy it. I I don't know. I get some weird anxiety and maybe that's me just trying to brush off and being like, why do people go out? Maybe that's just me saying I have some weird fucking anxiety about going out. But I do somewhat think also like, what the fuck is it that people are going out and getting hammered for all the time? You know, spending money, 
all the time. Every time. It's like, it's not bad, okay? It's not bad. But I feel like down here, it's it's kind of a shame because when, you know, when people want to hang out and see their friend, they almost feel like they have to. They have to take them to somewhere to eat. They have to take them to a bar to go drink. They have to go spend money somewhere if they're going to hang out with their friend, you know? Not saying that people don't do this anymore, but in my generation, what I'm seeing, in my generation and younger, what I am seeing is that nobody invites anyone over to the house and cooks them a meal anymore, you know, and shares a bottle of wine, you know. They don't have to spend a goddamn dime that day, you know. No, for some reason, friends feel like they have to, and I've been guilty of this, you know, if I go see my friends up in Orlando and this and that, you know, do I want to go show show out? Do I want to put money down for them and, and, and be like, no, 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 I got this and, you know, and take them out to the bar and yeah, I do that too. So I'm guilty of this shit too, you know, I'm just starting to realize these things now. It's like, you know, it's kind of a shame that especially with women, what I see, especially with women, is if women are going to hang out, they have to spend fucking mad money. They have to go to dinner and they have to go get drinks. You know, why is that? Every time you fucking hang out, you have to go get dinner. You have to go get drinks. Don't feel like you need to go do that. You know? It would probably be much more of an intimate and better experience if you just had somebody come over to the house and you cooked them a a meal yourself and you guys spoke and talked, you know? Why is it always got to be drinking and spending money? You know, that's what I don't... And I think it's maybe the lifestyle down here. And don't get me wrong, from time to time, definitely do that. You know what I mean? My girl getting the promotion... I felt like, you know, she she worked so fucking hard, I might as well, you know, take her out to a nice meal because she likes that type of shit, right? She likes the nice meals, and I've seen her do that for her mom and for her sister and everybody. She'll, she'll take people out to a nice restaurant, you know. I did that for her. Um, but that's because she just got the promotion. I can't do that shit every fucking Friday night. I can't take her to Lock Bar. I mean, we could maybe go there for the drinks, but I ain't going there fucking, you know, a $50 plate every time. Mm-mm. You know, that's not me. Um, you know, I, I don't know. And maybe I could just try and be the, <clears throat> lead the example. It's not that big of a deal, really. But I'm just saying, you know, it's interesting that, that that come over, you know, let me take care of you guys. You guys are my guests. That's gone. That's out the window. It's let's go to the bar and let's not even talk to each other, really. Let's talk to 15 other fucking people while we're hanging out so we don't really actually hang out, right? Let's have every fucking distraction you could think of in the world and let's go there, right? And spend money on top of it. I don't know. You know, at least, you know, with the guys, sometimes it's a little easier with men because we can go hang out, smoke, smoke weed and play a video game. And then that's it. Right. Um, We don't have to go out to go to the bar. I'm sure some guys are like that, too. But you know what it is? You guys are caught in that fucking, you know, you're caught in that facade, dude. You know, unfortunately, I feel like. And maybe I'm caught in my own facade. How about that? I'll say that. Maybe I'm caught in my own bullshit. But I feel like this whole going out bullshit is such a facade. And these, you know, you're just spending mad fucking money on what, dude? On what? To get hammered? And, and like, talk to a bunch of fucking people? Because down here, it don't matter, dude. No mass, no problem. Everybody's, you know, those fucking bars and places are packed, dude. You know what I really enjoyed about the pandemic and shit? No one was fucking talking to me. <laughs> Nobody was coming up to me. Hey, I didn't have that claustrophobic moment when you're just like at the bar and you're just like, okay, I'm trying to pass through here and, you know, go into a fucking bar bathroom and just how nasty and, and 
you know, covered in piss everything is. It's like, yeah, I enjoyed the the respect or whatever of like just, you know, honoring somebody's space, honoring somebody's personal space. The six feet, you know, distance, if we followed that, that would have been fantastic. If not, now, instead, we're fucking packed like sardines, you know, at some fucking place like the wharf. And it's, honestly, it's disgusting, dude. You know, it's, um, it's crazy that I feel so strongly about this type of shit, too. It's like, I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's more personal and it hits home, right? Um, with my girl, with my friends, and everybody, they, they, they're involved in that lifestyle. They want that lifestyle. They, they, they know nothing other than that lifestyle, it seems like. You know, and it's hard for someone like me who, like, instead of that being my escape, going out to fucking some bar to talk to somebody random and shit and get hammered and and whatever, instead of doing that as my escape, my escape is doing the podcast. My escape is working on beats. My escape is writing music. My escape is going to the skate park and skating. My escape is teaching kids how to skate and and going to work. My escape is fucking making art, right? It's hard. I get it. It's, It's tough when people don't, you know, not everybody thinks the same. And so I can't expect people to fucking think like me, you know, and not saying that how I think is fucking perfect either. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a little weird. It's like a, a thing that I'm starting to notice in my life where it's like, I don't really, I'm not a part of that, you know, not saying that I don't want to do it from time to time, but that's the thing. I just want to do it from time to time. I'm not a, I'm not a every weekender type of guy, you know, <clears throat> I've found in the time that I've been out and everything like that, even though it's, yeah, it's great times and everything. Um, I've found that there's a lot of negative shit that happens out there. There's a lot of things that I don't want to potentially invite into my life right now. You know, that that's what you're going to find when you keep going out and doing shit like that. That's where like me and my girl clash heads a lot at, you know, she doesn't see it like that. And she's, you know, Whatever, 25-year-old girl. Um, so, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I'm not going to trip about it too much. Just interesting, like, about that. But anyways, um, what else did I do? So that was Saturday. <laughs> Saturday went to the sandbar and just, yeah, just thinking about how packed everything was, you know. Um, Sunday, yesterday I went to lot 11 and, um, you don't know lot 11 is a insane skate park in Miami. It's under the the highway, right? Right under 95 and, um, huge, huge skate park. It's got like, basically, I want to say maybe more. It's got maybe four different sections, right? Giant sections pretty much. Um, I found myself, I really liked the, more of the, uh, the first entrance, like the first entrance part where they've got, um, you know, like a couple manual pads, ledges, and then they have like the, the classic, like under the freeway, um, ramp type, whatever thing, you know what I mean? Just like, I don't know how to describe it, dude. A bank is what we call it. And, um, Yeah. So that that was great. We've had like a hard ass session there with like a bunch of people. They were all trying different tricks, and I just fucking I don't know what did I lay on it. I fucking did kick flip. I did double kick flip. Did the boneless three sixty. Did a boneless big spin. Boneless uh, one eighty with the flip with a finger flip. I did nolly nolly big spin. I did. Nolly front side shove on on the bank. So this is going up and then doing a trick and then coming back down. 
Um, what else did I do? Backside flip, 360 flip, and uh, fakey 180. I did a half cap too on it. Yeah, I did a lot of shit on it. And um, so, yeah, that was a good time there. And I worked kind of on the ledges there a little bit. <clears throat> Skated that bowl. That bowl is just, it just sends you, man. It's so fucking fast, you know? And um, and then the other section, I put out a video. I had, um, I did a backside flip, a 180 kick flip, and uh, over at the fire hydrant. Yeah, that was there. So I put that on my Instagram. Go check that out. And lot 11, man, that place is crazy. I've only been there, I think that was my third time. And I had gone there once when it was like, you know, nothing like that. It was just the, the spot under the bridge and they had like a couple rails and stuff like that. Like a couple ramps, nothing crazy like that. And I had met Chaz Ortiz there. And I told them, I this is a crazy story because I had met Chaz Ortiz at, at lot 11 a long time ago, man. I'm going to say four years ago. And, um, you know, he was skating and I was just skating, doing my own thing. I wasn't going to bother. I saw that like kids were coming up to him asking for pictures and shit. And so I'm just skating. And then at, at some point he comes around and he starts skating when I'm skating. And so he's pulling up like where I'm pulling up to go like take a break to set up and then go hit the hit the ramp with the gap in the middle that we were doing. And he was doing, I think, like a nollie fucking frontside flip. Nollie frontside flip, I think, over it. And I was trying to backside flip over it. And um, and I turned to him at one of the times he comes over. And I turned to him. I said, yo, you're going to think this is crazy. But I work with your cousin, Carol, in uh, at this place called Beer Train. And he goes, get the fuck out of here. And he like comes over and he taps me up. He's like, that's crazy. And I was like, yeah, dude, you should come by and check it out. <laughs> it's in Boca. We got fire food. And, uh, and I was like, say hi to your cousin. You know what I mean? But yeah, and then we just kept skating. You know, I didn't want to bother him. I didn't want to ask for a picture and um, anything like that. Just, it's different, you know? Like with skaters, it's like, I'm not going to fucking, you know, trip and, it's just a, a dude who could skate super well, you know, like, um, and what was crazy about it was that I really was working with his cousin. How insane is that? And he's, they're from Chicago. So it was just like a small world type, type thing where it's like, whoa, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, and he's on DGK now. Like he's just super gnarly, that dude. Um, what else? So actually this, now that we're talking about skating, I am going to be, I'm going to be one of the judges on this uh, skate park series. It's called the East Coast Skate Park Series, and it's going virtual. It starts on May 10th, and the deadline to submit is June 1st, okay? So how to enter. You're going to fill out an online Google form and submit back, free to enter. Download the skate app and create your profile. Download the link in Instagram and your Facebook. Film your best line up to 45 seconds at your local park of choice. Upload raw clips via Skate Take app. All right, so that's what it's called, Skate Take app. There's going to be four age divisions, 9 and under, 10 to 12, 13 to 16, and 17 and up. One qualifier round. Uh, then we're going to have finals, and then we're going to have a best trick contest. Prizes awarded to one, two, three, uh, first, second, and third place in each division and the best trick. Okay, so so we're going to have a best trick, um, the qualifier, and then the finals, okay? And the prizes are going to be awarded in first, second, third place in each division and for the best trick, okay? Rules are the skate park must be on the east coast of Florida. Um, number two, one 45 second unedited run and one best trick clip. Um, no music. Uh, number three, it can be filmed by your, it can be filmed by your phone, your GoPro or DSLR camera. And number four, number four is have fun and be safe. All right. Looks like we've got, um, hypnotized clothing as a sponsor, coffin nails. Uh, you're going to have wrist skateboarding as well. And what is this cast? 
All right. So we've got a couple sponsors. I think we're working on a couple more. Um, but yeah, my homie asked me to be on the be a judge on that. So um, definitely check that out. That's called uh, East Coast Skate Park Series. If you want to enter, I will give you more information on that. All right. It's also called the Skate Take app. Feel free to reach out on the Instagram, the risk report, if you have any more questions on that. Um, I'm excited to be doing that, man. I've been a judge once at a contest before. Um, but this one's going to be different, right? This one's going to be me going over clips and uh, picking out the best ones. But I'm glad that there's little age division uh, brackets because, you know, the kids that I could teach, that I already teach, um, I can have them enter. And they could do their own thing, you know? Um, so let's move on. Um, let's see, how do we get into this one, huh? DMX is passed. We've lost a living legend. <clears throat> Tremendous human being, it seemed like, right? Um, you know, when everyone heard of his passing, it was like an outpour of uh, videos and stuff kind of coming out of the surface where it was like, um, DMX did this for me at this show. DMX uh, spoke to me and, and t said this to me, right? And this is a video of him and his daughter. And, I, and all these videos, all these beautiful, beautiful videos started coming out of um, a different side of him, right? The side that was uh, the loving person, right? A, you know, a child of God. Um, and, you know, it's just sad, man. Life is, you never know. And, and, and the, they suspect the overdose, and it probably was maybe drug-related. Um, but you know what? It's also, it was a heart attack, right? And so, you know, 50 years old, it, it is young now, right? For, for our day and age, 50 years old is like not, you still got life to live. But let's be honest, um, 50 years old is your body's different. Your body's older. You've taken 50 years of whatever it's taken. Um, food, smoking, pollution, uh, just overall use on the, on this, you know, on this body of ours at 50, you're, you're you know, it's common to, for people to be getting heart attacks in our country drug related or not and so um you know it's a, it's a shame that that that's how he had to go um but you know what he was a tough guy and he endured a lot and he survived a lot in his in his life and um i could never speak for anybody in their place right but i think coming from an artist standpoint my point of view is that if I was to pass at 50, having achieved what he had achieved and, and pass at 50, and, but having lived the life he lived and everything, I would, I would probably be okay with that, right? I would probably have come to terms with that. And I really hope that that's what he had done is um, when he was on life support and all that, who knows where his consciousness was, right? Um, but I just hope it was in a peaceful place. Uh, he was probably fighting. He was probably fighting to come back and maybe it just wasn't the time, you know, maybe, maybe this was his time as sad as that is. And his family must be torn up, you know, these past couple weeks must've been hell. But we wish him strength. You know, I even saw that Beyonce and Jay-Z are thinking about buying DMX's um, music, his masters from whatever record label owns it and uh, giving it to his children or giving it to his family, you know, that'd be, that'd be the best thing they could do for sure. Some, something like that, you know, 
Um, you know, it's crazy. Life, all of a sudden life hits, you know, where it's like, oh, you don't want to be, you know, we don't want to be so serious and this and that. And then, and then something serious happens, you know, and it obviously seems like something serious happens all the time, you know, which it does. It's the world we live in, you know. It's crazy that we come and go, right? Some of us could have the longest fucking lives. Some of us have the shortest lives. Um, it really is important as to what you want to do, who you want to be, you know, in doing that. So long that it's good and beneficial to the world, obviously, you know. But life is... Whether you have the longest life, I feel like it's always going to be short, you know? Um, yeah, that's just what I think, you know, until until we go on to whatever comes next. Because consciousness is a total thing, man. Consciousness, this energy, this life force, the fucking force, man. It's literally Star Wars shit, the force, okay? Um, it goes somewhere, bro. There's, you know, I'm not convinced that you just shut off and that's it. You know, this body shuts off for sure. But whatever is driving the, the, this body and this mind is going to go into something else. You know, and that's some credibility shit that I give to, to maybe, believing in God and stuff like that is the fact that some people, right, they, they say there's a heaven and a hell. Well, what I do believe from that is that I do believe if you do the right things in life that you're meant to do, if you follow your heart, follow your passions, if you're a genuine person, if you're kind and is and honest, you know, you're going to transition. I, th- I believe you're going to transition well into the next life, okay? Even if you don't die the best way, right? I just believe that whatever you go to next will probably be good because you did what you had to do, right? And then I also believe if you're maybe a total piece of shit, you might have a total piece of shit of existence in the next one, right? That's what I believe, almost like you you know, whatever. I just feel like I got to write some shit down and just, um, you know, I had the synchronicities podcast and the podcast talking about signs in life and everything like that. You know, it's some shit that is hard to put into words. It's, it's things that I've felt. And now it's like, I need to find the correct words to put it into. But I've been thinking about writing and, and even just thinking about writing something more creatively, but putting some of my ideas into it. Some of my beliefs, you know, more subliminally intertwined and into like a creative story, you could say. <clears throat> um, and you know what? Why not? Everything I do is is... For the pure reason that we all die, dude. I've said it before. You know, otherwise I wouldn't be fucking trying to put podcasts out or music out or or writing poems or fucking making art. Because it's like, if it, it wouldn't matter, right? But I'm like leaving shit behind for people, you know? And hopefully it's a it's something that's beneficial, right? Might not be the best, <laughs> but it, it's somewhat beneficial, all right? You're getting the fucking thoughts of a of a guy who, you know, this might just be super cocky or whatever to think about, but I I feel like I am a Renaissance man. All right. I know that sounds wow, look how egotistical this guy is, right? You know, I feel like I am somewhat of a renaissance man, all right? Because I have these different disciplines 
that I, I, one could argue I am proficient at, okay? And I get paid for a few of them. So it's like I find myself that I am some sort of renaissance man in this new age of renaissance, right? Um, and it's hard. It's hard to juggle so many things at once. <coughs> and that's maybe why it's taken so long to become good at everything that I do is because I've didn't just focus on one set thing. You know, I had my other things that I like to dabble in. Um, so look, man, I don't know. A lot of artists, they just die and then people find their work. I don't want this to be a super dark, deep podcast, but you know, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about death and just how around the corner it is all the time. I feel like we get lost in the everyday and um, doesn't seem like it's so close. But it's always, for me, it's always in the back of my head. Maybe that's a fucking anxiety, right? That's the same anxiety that's kept my grandfather alive for 99 years is is probably that anxiety. Because he just has a similar way of thinking, my grandfather. Shit, for the last 10 years, he's been, maybe more, he's been welcoming death. He's like, dude, can you believe I'm 99, right? Where is this guy, right? Not that I would want and you know want him gone or anything like that. He's a he's a insane um you know, it's insane that he is so old, dude. He's a century old, my great my grandfather. He's not even my great grandfather, he's my grandfather. Hundred years old. And he's so fucking smart, man. He can recite me poems, we can talk about stuff. I gotta yell at him. Because he's got some old eardrums, right? But the dude is there. The dude has lived life. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to go to Puerto Rico this summer and show my girl. I said this before in the podcast. But yeah, I'll go see him, you know. And, um, and my aunts and my uncles and uh, cousins and everything. So, yeah. You got to, you know. I spoke with my grandma. It was her 70th birthday, right? And then I got my, my dad's mom is 70 years old. Um, you know, I talked to her on her birthday and I wished her a happy birthday. And I said, yeah, when I'm not working, I'll come up and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, not, you know, not everything is work. Not everything is, not everything should be work. You know, you got to live a little. You need to enjoy your life, man. And not only that, you need to you need to share it with others, right? Um, and look, that's why I'll go back to the whole going out thing. I I get it. Okay, you want to go see people and, and maybe hang out with people you haven't hung out with in a while or whatever, and um, spend time with people. But it just goes back to maybe do it in a more genuine way. You know, instead of hiding behind the booze. Not saying you don't have to drink. You could drink at the house, you know, but it'd be so much cheaper. And it'd be more of a, you know, no bullshit. You know what I mean? No bullshit. What are you, what are people hiding from and running from? And with this life, I just feel like you should just be as honest with yourself as you can be and with others and kind and genuine and have things that, you know, you like to do. And then just like how I come here and sit down and and fucking force myself to freestyle this and talk about my feelings or whatever the fuck, um... You got to force yourself to do shit in life, you know, to get the ball moving. If you don't have a hobby, you got to find one. You got to find something else to do that's more conducive and 
will be a better stress reliever than going out for drinks. You know what I mean? And look, it is good to go out for drinks once in a while, right? When you've been fucking working for two weeks and, um, you know, and you're just kind of tired of it. Yeah, then go out on that Friday or that Saturday or something or when you can. But this is every week shit got to be taking a toll on people's bodies, on their fucking finances. <clears throat> so it's like my advice for, for those people, because there's so many of these people down here, right? It's just like, it's just part of the lifestyle. Again, it goes back to it's part of that lifestyle. Um, and if, if I, if I were them, I would just say like what I've been talking with this podcast is maybe think about reflecting and and think about life a little more, you know, think about that. It is like right around the corner. Is this what you guys want to do to spend your time? Then go for it, you know, but it seems like most people from what I've seen with older people and everything, they come, they come to a point where they realize that this isn't the best, um, the best lifestyle to lead, even though you're down in South Florida, right? Not for everyone, of course. People still go out. <clears throat> but then what are you going to be? You know, and from the guy's standpoint, what are you going to be, dude? Are you going to end up being that 40-year-old dude that's at the fucking bar trying to hit on 20-year-old chicks, dude? That's what you want to be? You know what I mean? Women, do you want to be that 40-year-old girl that's still out here getting hammered? By the grace of God, doesn't have cirrhosis of the liver, just still out here getting hammered at 40? You know? Sleeping with, uh, being promiscuous and, and sleeping with random men? You know? Because that's what I feel like people are leading that lifestyle to. Not saying that it's wrong, right? Because someone could be living that life and totally love that life, right? That's cool too. That's fine too, right? But for me, I'm I'm a different guy. I'm more of an at home guy. Um, I've had my, you know, my promiscuous ways, and that's that's that, right? Like I've had that, and now I want something different in life, out of life, right? Um, so it's just like people just reflect. If you find yourself like me having anxiety at a, at a place out like at a bar, you know, then maybe just realize the bar is not for you, right? <clears throat> There's other things, you know, or even if you are a person that's always out at bars and stuff like that, and you're kind of starting to realize you want something different out of life, just try and get that out of the equation, you know? Try and do something more productive than than that because those bars are not going to go anywhere okay that's going to stay right and if you notice like you know what it is for me too is that I, these bars are all the same to me that I've gone to them for these past you know 9 years that I've been here and so it's like you know it's like I've been here. I've I've seen the different crowds out of here, and the age stays the same. All right, the only thing changing is me. I'm getting a little older, right? So I can't even imagine the people that have just been the locals there, or the fucking you know the people that have had their prime there, and then they just can't let go of that, right? It's like that old thing where it was like, oh, the the person that hangs on to their high school. Uh, achievements and shit. Now it's different. Now it's the person who's hanging on to their, you know, college bar achievements, you know? Um, but Hey, what do I know? What do I know? Maybe I'm just a grumpy young dude. (laughs) Maybe I'm just a grumpy young dude. Can totally be very plausible. I just like to spend my time doing other things. Um, and that's all right. Hey, that's all right. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for tuning in to the relationship special as well that we had last week. I really do appreciate everybody sending in their submissions and we'll be doing some more. All right.
Like I said, check out the East Coast uh, Skate Park Series, the Skate Contest app, and um, I'll post all the links to that, okay? Thank you, everybody. Peace. Some space very far away As I contemplate on all I put on my mama's plate Thank God she's great You can't stop my fate Got guap to make There's lots of stake Easy being real when everyone else is a fake Gotta watch out for them snakes Hope you relate Out on a boat in the lake Smoking on haze I got a road to go blaze Never could stay Haters gon' hate Fuck what you say Took me a minute I'm fast to be late If you can feel it There's more on the way Keeping it different Like night and the day Tune to my spirit Cause I am away to early morning, early morning. I've been working